Wolves Beneath the Shadows Chapter 5 The Watchful Forest Vanis awoke, his forehead hot, warm and damp. He found himself direct of clothes, covered only by a cotton blanket. Looking around, he could only discern a vague forest shadows, lit by the flickering glow of fire flames. The only sound was a crackling of fires. Struggling a bit, he began to survey his body and noticed his chest was wrapped in thick bandages, constricting his breath. He glanced around the forest, but there's no sign of others. With a loud sigh, Vanish tried to gather his bearings. You're alive, a voice suddenly said from behind him. Startled, his body tensed as we looked and he turned to see who had spoken. Emerging from the forest shadows was a man. To Vanis' relief, it was Sanitas. Vanis smiled, a gesture that quickly faded as we remember Sanitas' smirk before he lost unconsciousness. He simply stared at Sanitas, who leaned back against a tree, their gaze locking and causing Vanis' heart to pound. Though he wanted to question Sanitas' true intentions, as the trust was not given. Vanis chose to remain silent, thinking it was wiser to keep his thoughts to himself until he understood more. Sanitas shifted his gaze back to the fire and spoke sternly. I wasn't sure you would survive. Your wounds were infected. Which is why you passed out. He paused, then added, Thankfully, I was able to tend to them and stop the spread. Now that you're alive, can we start? Can we discuss the deal we talked about? You tell me about the creations of your people that could help us survive. I'll provide you tools and directions to another town where there will be people who will help you. Vanis, seizing an opportunity, began to share everything he knew about electricity, phones, guns, hunting gear and anything else he thought might be used for Sanitas. After he was finished, Sanitas smiled and said, Thank you. This information could be very helpful for my people. I have what I need now. I'll give you one of my high-tech gadgets. But it's back in the camp where my people are resting. Looking at Valenus bandaged chest, Sanitas inquired, Are you well enough to travel? Valenus nodded in a formation. Sanitas then threw a tonic to Vanis, which had been hidden next to a tree. As Sanitas began walking deep in the forest, Vanis quickly droned on his tonic and followed. Noticing a fox training him, Vanis turned to face it, but the creature darted into the forest. As they ventured deeper, a barely visible wolf's face appeared, followed by a howl. Vanna's body trembled slightly with apprehension. He quickened his pace to catch up with Sanitas. Eventually, they arrived at a camp in a wide, sparse forest with only a few trees. Man-made tents constructed from branches and fabric provided shelter. There, amidst his people, was Sanitas' people, all around. Vanis could hear whispers and see people, dressed in tattered tunics and dirty pants while the women wore black dresses. Their faces were dirty yet gaunt, 
with bones visible beneath their skin. Vanis, feeling a pike of sympathy, lowered his head as he followed Sanatus through the camp. They reached a larger tent, taller than Sanatus. Inside, Sanatus retrieved a high-tech gargulet he had promised and handed it to Vanus. Although Vanus considered returning it, realising he needed anything he could get to survive, he simply nodded in acceptance. Sanatus then walked over to a pot boiling over fire, scooped up some solid soup and offered it to Vanus. Despite his desperate hunger, Vanus initially refused, but Sanatus insisted, Take it, you'll need it for your journey. It's not much, but it's uncertain when you'll find food again. Vanus accepted and quickly ate the vegetables as he sat by the fire. Looking into the flames, then turning to Santus, Vanus asked, Why are you and your people here? They look starving and weak. Isn't there a better place for you? Santus nodded somberly. Looking at the ground, Yes, we had to flee our home after it was attacked. We've been trying to find a new home, but the journey became dangerous, so we stopped here to rest and recover, especially since many were wounded. That's why I wanted to know about your people's knowledge. It might help us make my people stronger so we can travel and find a new home. I've marked a place called Zaina to the north for you to start looking for help. I can't offer you much more than that, except. Sanatus then fetched a sword from the tent and handed it to Vanus, who caught it and asked, So... You're not coming with me? Sanatus simply shook his head. I need to stay with my people. I am all they have. Suddenly, Sanatus started coughing and collapsed unconscious. Valinus' eyes widened in shock. He then saw a hooded woman with bright, wine-coloured hair appear from the shadows, who disappeared. In the corner of his eye, he noticed a fox staring at him. As smoke swirled, the fox transformed into the hooded woman, who then vanished deeper into the forest with a sinister laugh, followed by a whisper, Follow me, Vanus, follow me. Vanus' body shook, hesitant to follow, but realising that if she wanted him dead, it would have already happened. So, he slowly started following the voice until he stood before the woman. She removed her hood, it was a lentra, from the prison cell who was grinning, and said, We meet again, Valinus. So that's the end of the chapter for now. I do want to apologise, I think about a day or two late on the podcast. I spent most of the Christmas working on the Swords of the Unforgotten Mary's audiobook. I, got, I recently got feedback on the audio, and overall it's very positive, so I'm looking forward to it. But yes, sorry if that's the reason for the delay. Once the novel's done, I'll have more time to focus on the story. Be able to record in advance, which means the story be submitted on time. If you're curious to see what the Swords of Unforgotten Marys is about, I put the audio sample of like three chapters in the description if you're curious to listen to and see what it's like. Um, but that being said, 
um, I can't really say much about this chapter without giving spoilers. So basically, I just wanted to, again, progress in the story, get Valis trying to forget help. I just wanted the, prog- the story to progress along and then add more context to the story. There's not much I can say without giving spoilers, so unfortunately, I can't add much. Like I said before, I love fans to reach me. Let me know if they join the story, what they like about it, or anything about this, my writing. I would love to hear it. Um, I know this podcast is kind of very multi-platform, so I don't know where most people are listening to. Um, so I would definitely advise follow my social medias. They'll be in the description. Um, I'd love to hear from you. So that's it for today. So thank you for listening. And as usual, if you're liking this video, please give it a like. And if you fo- haven't followed yet, please follow away. Um, and I look forward to have the next chapter, hopefully in a week's time. Thank you for listening and have a good day.